what's the process when you guys wash your dishes by hand? Okay. So I, mean, I have a dishwasher, so. Oh, okay. I do it's not. Have a dishwasher. In our face, <laughs> I mean, it's broken right now. So I've oh, just okay. been using paper plates okay. instead. I am very, very adamant that like, as soon as I use a dish, I wash it immediately. So okay. I don't, I hate I whenever they build up. And like, it's much faster. You don't have to make a whole like deal out of like, oh, I got to wash the dishes. Like just use it and wash it. But I mean, I, (laughs) do you want this? (laughs) I turn on, (laughs) we write a how-to essay from eighth grade. Okay. No, you do not go that deep into it. (laughs) Because Um, like last episode, you guys were talking about how in family consumer science, they wanted us to use like, yeah. a dish bin and like yeah. soak it and then like wash them as we go but I think the only reason that worked is because we'd be like two people would be washing and drying dishes as the other people bake and cook but like in real life what I do is I just like let the one side build up with dishes and when that's full I'll fill up the other side with water Ew. and then I'll wash the dishes and then put them in the clean water and then when all the dishes are washed, I'll just drain it and rinse them all off. And then they're done. I mean. What? I mean, I guess that's <laughs> like, according to this show and Family Consumer Science, that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm just saying it sounds no, gross. I think they do it in Family Consumer Science. They want it in reverse. Like you soak the dishes and then you wash them and rinse them and put them away. Yeah. I just rinse it and then scrub it with soap and then rinse it off again. And then have it dry. <laughs> it's, I don't know. A solid <laughs> approach. <laughs> I mean, I so also, a dishwasher, what do you think a dishwasher does, Anna? It fills up with water and it all kind of... No, it doesn't. It sprays it. Okay. Are you I've sure? I've seen videos. Because, Wait, yo, at one point, I was very, very way? confused well, no, by dishwashers because like, I thought it filled up. But it doesn't. Yeah. It just sprays everything. Which is basically how I wash dishes. I just like, I turn on the sink and I run it under while I'm scrubbing it, but I don't dip it. There's no, it's never fully immersed in the water. And in a dishwasher, it's never fully immersed in water. Because you can open it halfway through a cycle and like grab stuff. (laughs) That'd be an issue if it actually did fill up with water the whole way. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So now that we've cleared that up, um i would like to uh address some grievances even though you were on the last episode yes so even though i was on the last episode i have some grievances with myself um the first one is not with me and it's not even particularly a grievance it's just a comment at carrie about the psa i was really excited about it because i would like to go see a musical about jagged little pill but i could barely hear the audio yeah and i was driving and i haven't gone back to re-listen to it so i don't know the what reason are the deets the reason that happens is because uh whenever i record with just my laptop microphone it ends up super quiet so I was not in a place where I could use the actual microphone. Uh-huh. Um, the deets, though, it's like, uh, do I remember the deets? <laughs> so it starts touring in fall this year. Okay. And near us, near me, at least, yeah. it comes in January 2023. So we're going to see it in January I'm down, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Glad that we have established that like I if you definitely want to do that I will look into like whenever tickets go on sale and yeah let's camp out let's watch it do you think Alanis Morissette will be there she's performing it what do you mean I don't think so well it's still do you have any other grievances yes so this is the grievance with myself so you guys know this but maybe some of our viewers don't I tend to cry while laughing a lot it happens mm-hmm. pretty occasionally. There's a um, list of things that have made you cry while laughing. Yes, there is add, a extensive add special list. girls like Gail to it. Yeah, <laughs> Gail's girls like Gail is on there now. But basically, what I'm saying is, listening to last week's episode was my first experience of that in the third person where I wasn't doing it, and it is so annoying. Oh my god, it's like 
five minutes after the joke that wasn't even that funny to begin with started wow. i'm still laughing and i'm like dude stop like move on what are you doing now i have no intention of stopping i just want you to know that i now understand but now you've okay, experienced it. it in the third person and you understand how we feel yes okay also tangent off of that have you ever had a dream where you wake up screaming like I don't in think real I life yeah I don't think like, so. The dream causes me to wake up screaming. Yeah, like you life. scream in your dream and it wakes you up and you're still screaming. No. No? Okay, well, I thought that was more common, so I thought I would introduce that. That I happens that to me. Only <laughs> something on TV. <laughs> no, that happens yeah. to me. But the other night, I woke up laughing. Like Ooh. I started crying laughing in a dream. And then I was still laughing as I was waking up. And there was a weird moment where like I knew I was asleep, but I was still laughing. And I was like, I think I'm going to suffocate. But then I actually woke up and then I just <laughs> was still laughing. So I didn't yeah. know that that could happen, but Very it was that's fun. Yeah. Um, the thing that made me cry laugh in my dream is not very funny. It was a TikTok that I was watching slash performing in, in my dream, where there was a woman in a hardware store and she was like, I need a can expert. Okay. okay. And then the workers of the hardware store wheeled out an elderly homeless man covered in candy canes. They were like in his beard and like his arms and all over. And he just looked really confused. And they were like, here's the can master. What? Like, Did he know all about cans? I don't know. But they were the candy canes. Okay. I don't know. It wasn't That's funny, but I cried. And then I woke up and I, I was mean, still laughing. Yeah. So... I mean, if that happened to IRL, I would probably cry laughing. So <laughs> he was the can master. Um, um, on the topic of dreams, I yes. have not had either of those two things happen to me, but I've had emotions carry over from like dream into real life. Mm -hmm. So like one time, and I feel like I've told you this before, but one time I dreamt that like I dropped something on the ground at your house and you yelled at me, but it was an accident. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, I accidentally left garbage on the floor and you were so mad at me. And then I got so mad at you in my dream and I woke up and I was still like, fuck Anna, man. I hate her. So. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Um, I would like to address, they're not really grievances, but just like comments from the last episode. Mm -hmm. Anna, yeah. I would love for you to watch more children Disney shows from the past and comment them, maybe make a podcast about them. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting perspective of like a, a previously homeschooled person who only watched Judge Judy yes, and Criminal Minds exactly. now watching children's shows as an adult. And like, I was also just thinking about this, like the I think the weirdest thing about the Wizards of Waverly Place was like their spells, like they weren't specific spells. Like, as long as you did, like, a little poem rhyme, like, it was a spell that worked. They just made stuff up, yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought that was always the funniest thing. Kind of weird. Yes. Um, like, you could just say a haiku, and then, like, something would happen. Yeah. It was, Songs like, as rhymed. long as you were confident enough, it works, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's all about um, intention. Yes. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was that, like, when you guys were talking about the dance teacher talking to George, um, yeah. I was also under the impression that George was fucking the dance teacher, and that's how <laughs> Ashley was, like, paying for his classes. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that would explain a few things. Like, that, like that's what I thought, but then you That would explain why George was that. there, because, like, I mean, why was yeah, he there? Yeah, that's like, because it was just Ashley practicing by herself, and then all of a sudden, George and the teacher come in, like, hmm, mm -hmm. kind of sus suspicious um and then i was also wondering how long band camp was and like when did band camp end and school begin because amy is pregnant and taking her pregnancy test on like the first day of school right which like the timeline just doesn't add up but like again when have timelines ever mattered in the show um well actually i have a fun detail i don't know what dates this show actually came out but the official birthday of the child is february of the actual child that they no used? of john oh, oh. Yeah. what yeah no i guess that makes what? sense wait okay that would <laughs> no it doesn't that would connect more because then it's like no because then band camp would have to be Two, like, well 
So that means she would have had to May? leave the child in like May. Yeah. I don't know. That's Which doesn't make listed. sense. Nothing makes sense, but that's what's listed as John's birthday. So have you ever notice how like in the show they've never had like a Halloween or Christmas episode? Oh, they will. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you think they would have had her with there. a pregnant Amy. I remember at least a Christmas something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's not good. I think I'm oh, ready to start this. Okay. Yeah, it's been Let us uh, enter this dumpster fire of a finale. So this is the last episode of season one of Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, unto us and unto us, a child is born. Very biblical yeah. type thing. It this it makes you think of Christmas, but it's apparently February, but it doesn't look like February, and it's the end of the. I don't know. And they're never explicitly Christian, like at least I mean, Grace's. So <laughs> mm-hmm. he's not the one carrying the child. Whatever. Okay, so we open up on Amy. She's sleeping. Um, she's chilling in the room. I guess she she has her own room. There's flowers all over the room, which I don't know is like a standard thing or if like her family brought those. It was to... a really weird room to begin with. Yeah, like it has like a couch and everything. Yeah, in it. it had a couch I... and a love seat and a table and then also a gurney that she's birthing into. Like Yeah, and like she gives luxury. birth in that room, I think. But like usually they're supposed to be like you have labor in the one room and then whenever you're ready they bring you into like a birthing room yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i don't really know what's going on but anyway Doesn't make any sense to me amy's asleep her whole family is there and they're like we want to go to sleep but they don't for some reason they're like talking about like they want to go home they don't, don't want to miss anything <laughs> um molly receives a phone call from her new boyfriend and ashley is like i thought you said no cell phones and molly's like haha that's just for you whatever and then molly leaves can we also it yep. her phone buzzed <laughs> yep. and then she was like i have it on silent there's it a difference on silent <laughs> everyone heard yeah. it yeah but it was in 2009 so like so vibrates didn't have silent. yeah anyway so molly has left and george and ashley are talking about like damn we wish this was like 50 years ago because then we could just send ashley away to like uh, a convent or something and then she would just come back and we would just pretend it was Molly's baby like the good old days mm-hmm. and that just reminded me of Ted Bundy because that's what happened with his mother she like uh. gave birth to him when she was like I don't know like 16 or 17 or something and they just pretended it was his mom's baby and he didn't find out until later and some people mm-hmm. tried to cite that as like that's why he's a murderer but actually that happened to lots of people and they didn't become murderers so it's funny that they brought that up because like that's exactly what they tried to do at the very beginning of the show. Is yeah, it? like Amy wanted to leave. Yeah, then... they were like, send me away to some pregnancy yeah. school. Send me away Molly to wasn't going to claim the baby was hers, though. Yeah, they were yeah, just going to still wanted it. to send her away. She just didn't want well, people to look at her while she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and then they, they call that the era of shame, which I thought was funny that's, and accurate. That's hardcore. And <laughs> everyone needs an arrow of shame the we've all been there Catholic yeah. guilt, probably yes um okay so then ben comes in and he's like do you want ice chips which is like dude you get the ice chips at like the very end like that's when the ice chips come into play she does not need them yet i also don't really understand why they need them at all but it's like always a thing i've never what is this about it's like I, while it's like what they send the father to do whenever you're like giving birth, they're like, go get some ice chips. It's like a thing in every show I've ever seen. I don't know Not why. Ice cubes? For what? For what purpose? I guess it's just like a- you get really hot. So they like, you, you can put them on your face, you can put them in your mouth, or you can just play with them, I guess. <laughs> play with them. Just I assumed it was do. like, you know, for soreness after just giving birth. But like you're going to put Is ice it, cubes on your vagina? I mean, I- not directly, they're probably going to be in a bag. I don't think it's that. Don't they give you cold gel? Don't they give you drugs? So that yes, I was under the impression it's mostly just to get the husband or the father out of the room and make him feel like he's being useful, but it's always like that's the joke. Yeah, but in like every show I've seen where there's like a birth episode, they're like, "Oh, go get some ice chips." I don't know. And they never say ice cubes. It's always ice chips. Yeah. I don't know. Someone should ask a doctor. McKenna. 
Um, okay, so he's asking about that. Uh, they're literally still at this point talking about whether or not Ben should be in there for the birth. It's like we have decided this over and over again. You do not need to be there. Why are you yeah. still asking? Um, then he's like, oh, who wants my video camera? Because the baby is going to want to watch his own birth. And I just have to wonder who wants to watch the no. birth? Like, that's like, what I was saying during this part. I was like, Ben, do you want to watch your own birth? Like, yeah. why do you think anyone wants that? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, even if there's, like, a picture of me as a baby, like, I don't care. Like, I, recently, I every other baby. bitch. Like, recently, <laughs> I um have started going through photos for my mom to try to put in photo albums because she just yeah. has a bunch of them, like, boxes full of p- pictures. So I just Can came you make across. make for me? yeah. Thank you. Out of all these random old photos of people, yeah. Um, I just came across the first picture of me as a baby ever, and it's disgusting and also has... <laughs> how long were you? I, what do you mean, how long was I? You were a long baby, right? Yeah, yeah. Does it look weird because you're so long? Well, it doesn't have my whole body. Like, it's like a <laughs> You wouldn't picture. even fit in the frame? Oh, no, it's not. Every Whatever they take, <laughs> they take the picture of, like, the the like profile of the baby like, like the shoulders up yeah <laughs> okay they do that it's for every baby ugly. Board. yeah why so that you know what your baby looks like but like okay. it doesn't look like the rest of my baby pictures because like it's just so fresh like it's just yeah. so like puffy uh-huh. and like ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway I yeah, didn't so, want to see that, so I wouldn't want to see anything else. I feel like nobody would, so I don't really understand why Ben is, like, so insistent about this camera yeah. thing. But anyway, oh, Ashley, she she makes a comment that fits in with our conversation where she's like, no one wants to see the baby until it's clean and nice, like, three years from now. Yes. And I'm like, absolutely correct. She was so real for that. Yes. Yeah. Ashley knows what's up. Um, And then there's a moment where Why Ben is like, years? yes, yes, yes. But there's a moment where Ben is like, I love you. And she's like, what? My dad is right there. And like, normally I hate everything about this. But then he's like, "Um, I love you too. Which I feel like is kind of funny. Yeah. And like, that was, that was like a nice moment. It like immediately becomes not a nice moment just because it's them. I don't even remember yeah. why. But like, I, I, that was a Ben moment that I didn't hate. So like, mm-hmm. if anyone's mad at us for always hating on Ben, there you go. There's um, someone write it down. Yes. Okay. One good Ben moment. So, like I said, I want to keep score award points to characters for no reason, but just like that could be plus one to Ben. Yes. <laughs> um, he will come out of. Well, I mean, he has enough negative points at this point that that probably brings him to like negative ninety nine yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. But. <laughs> Still, there you go. Okay, so at this point, Molly returns with the doctors, and this is where I have my IMDb on the doctor. Good. Harry, yes. you said last week that like you had kind of looked into some of the other characters. Was this mm-hmm. one of them? This was one, the one that I couldn't pronounce. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, she has a very interesting story. Okay. I'm ready. So uh her name is actually Princess Sarah Culberson. She is nice. a princess. And basically, okay, so she was born April 15th, 1976. That's and the she was the Titanic thing. Love that. Yes, it was hit also Hitler's birthday. <laughs> I thought his birthday was 420. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> straight. Anyway, um, so she was born in like the 70s and she was adopted in West Virginia at like one years old, and she like grew up with this white family, and she was like, everything was great. It was like super happy family, whatever. And then like when she was an adult, she decided to look up her parents and so like her mom was like some white lady from america and she was like born in america but then she like looked up her dad's family and she found them and apparently she is related to royalty in sierra leone so she like went over there and like found her family and whatever and she's like a princess and she now does like all this like humanitarian work and like with there was like the blood diamond war or something and she's like helping with that and like all this shit and she did a ted talk which i watched the beginning of it she told like the whole story about her adoption and i'm like oh my god and this bitch is just yeah Yeah. we love to see it that's awesome was this before or after slow tat uh i actually don't know um she was born in 
the 70s and then she she was telling a story and it was like after she had finished grad school she went to look into this so i think it was like before she started acting maybe but low-key her acting career is like not very robust what did she go to grad school for acting i think oh oh, is that a thing okay i I don't know (laughs) um i guess it was like theater like she does theater stuff but like um so she was in something called all of us where she played female fan two she was in strong medicine where she played mom number two she was in boston legal where she played female assistant and then she was in this where she's just in like two episodes and she's some like doctor where we don't even know her first name so like her acting career is not really taken off but like she really turned it in a new direction and now she's just a very successful princess yes like good for her yeah to see it I was very coolest thing we've seen I know. I like. I was expecting it to be to, like kind of a throwaway IMDb because there's mm-hmm. some random character, but like, no, she's she she's got a life. Like she is more interesting outside of the show. Who would have thought? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's Princess Sarah Culberson. Um, all long may she reign. Oh wait, when's her birthday? Did we establish? Uh, uh April fifteenth. So that makes her uh, Aries, Aries or Taurus. I think end Aries. of Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So interesting okay so now we take ourselves back to the hospital room it's the doctors they're talking to amy she wants to hold it she's like i i I don't want to have this baby let me just hold it for a little while and they're like no you can't do that and then they say let's play some music um which i guess is kind of like a normal thing for people to do while birthing but i feel like that would be weird like I know that there's like a thing where people will choose like a birth song and they like want that to be Is the it? first thing their baby hears. I did not know that. <laughs> but like, how do you time it correctly? Like you got to pick right. a long song. I don't know. Or you just play the same song on repeat or do you right. have like a playlist? I recently had a conversation with someone about like, what is the first song that you just remember knowing? <laughs> like remember listening to? Oh, I mean, I know the first album I ever listened to. Okay. It was Avril Lavigne. Yeah. It was the one with like Skater Boy on it. That was like the first <laughs> album I ever bought. But I must have heard Skater yeah. Boy before that. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to listen to it. So the first song that I had downloaded on my iPod Nano was Dragula by Rob Zombie. That's very fitting. Is it? <laughs> I enjoy. I associate that song with you so strongly, and I do not know why. I don't think we like, ever listen to it together. Huh? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But every time I hear, it, I'm. I feel like I like had heard the song, but I like didn't know like what it was called or that it was by Rob Zombie until I listened to it with you. Mm-hmm. And now every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is Greg's song. Greg's song. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. It's my song. I have very early memories of uh, singing karaoke to So Yesterday by Hilary Duff. (laughs) So that is like, I'm pretty sure the first song that I knew all the words to. Pretty nice. It's a good one. Okay, so Amy also says something about how like she has a needle in her spine because I guess at this point they've given her the epidural and I just want to know, do they leave the needle in there? Or do they, they just like inject the something and then in there, but they leave like the tube okay that administers the medicine in there? But so like, is, like, here's what is it like a continuous drip of medicine until you're done? I would assume like... so. But like the weirdest thing about it is that she's like, Oh my god, I'm so scared, it's gonna be so painful. But like, isn't that the point of the epidural? So you don't feel it at all. But like you can I probably feel like still it's... feel it some. Yeah, just because like, like, well, like, like the section mixed up with an epidural. Because like when you do a C-section, you are like completely like, out. paralyzed from like the waist yeah. down. So you don't feel it at all. But I would assume like with an epidural, like you would still it would only be like numb, baby. I don't know. Yeah, but like you still have to be able to like feel it. Like you still you have, have to feel it enough to like push your muscles and to stuff. push. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I proposed this last week, but I would like someone to give me an epidural for research. So if anyone's interested, Man. let me know. You can just ask your coworkers. I feel like they'd be down. You, I feel like you have the means to do that. I, I feel mean, like we really need to interview McKenna about all of this. 
yes. like birthing procedure. <laughs> yeah, we all know people who have given birth. We could have, we could ask them. I, I mean, I don't know anyone. I mean, I only know closely like, that has given birth. Children of all mother. of my siblings were C-sections. <laughs> okay, well, did not give proper birth. To my anyone. mom had me naturally, no drugs. <laughs> Did she look down at you? Weird flex, her, but okay. Third child. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what a callback. You know who yes. we should have on the show? My brother, because yeah. he's had Yo, every single I... high school experience you could possibly Ooh. have. I told him about Slow Tat. He was in my neighborhood and I was walking around with my like family and he like oh. pulled up oh, and he wait, was like, what? oh my God, it's you. And I was like, oh my God, it's you. And then I told him <laughs> that we had, he should listen to Slow Tat. So he might be a listener. Why didn't I know about this? I thought I told you. I don't no. know. <laughs> okay. Well, and he I didn't know. tell me either, which I'm is like sorry. even worse. <laughs> he may have forgotten. I don't know. But yeah, we should have him on. We should interview him yeah, as our president. He just graduated and he was also prom king and he also did marching band and he's oh, also shit. in sports. Yeah. So wow. he just has all of the experience. Yes, yes. he's the, the full package. Okay. <laughs> the fourth child. Okay, so now um, falling in love. Then we jump on over to the waiting room where we've got, we start with Madison and Lauren. Um, Lauren is wearing the same stupid shiny jacket that we all know I hate. <laughs> um, and they're talking about how they can't stay up much longer, so they might need to get coffee. And then they say that they stayed up all night, like a full night, whenever they found out Amy was yeah, pregnant. I thought that was weird too. They weren't even with Amy. Like Amy went <laughs> home. So, like, they were just staying up all night. They just, just had a sleepover with yeah, each other. I guess. <laughs> so, like, Amy wasn't invited. <laughs> like, like, why were they concerned? I don't also, know. Also, they were like, neither of us have adrenaline to do this. Like, why did you have adrenaline at all in the first place? You're not the one giving birth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this has nothing to do with you. Okay. And then, like, first, it's this whole... uh chaos of just everybody trying to order from people and everyone's like no but it starts with lauren telling madison her coffee order and she's like tell that to the barista and okay. i just would like to know i also picked up on that why did she say it like barista? that no have you ever heard someone say barista i have not no i have it not heard someone say decidedly that. barista maybe it's a california thing but i think it's just madison yeah um yeah so then they go and they ask henry and allison if they want coffee and they're like, yeah, they give them their orders. They're like, no. Then they go and they ask. Oh, okay. So like, first, like, Hen- I don't know, Henry asks for his order and they're like, no. And then Allison gives Henry her order and she's like, it's the least you can do. I had sex with you. And it's like, dude, that's toxic as fuck to be like, you owe me shit because I slept with you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not cool. Not okay behavior. Um, Anyway, uh, then they go and they ask Madison and Grace if they want coffee, and they both order strawberry smoothies, which is not coffee. And can you just said them. Madison and Grace. Who cares? <laughs> Jack and Grace. <laughs> like what? A, what? The two characters to mess up. Madison for Jack. <laughs> Madison okay. and Jake are basically the same. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they want strawberry smoothies. I don't know why. Uh, then Tammy says she wants to just go get a hotel room and sleep, which first of all, if what you want to do is sleep, you're in your hometown, just go home. Just go home. Exactly. But then Grace is like, no, you're not getting a hotel room until you're married. And Tammy calls her a buzzkill. And I agree because it's literally none of Grace's business. Like these are two adults. If they want to go get a hotel room and go bang. They're older than Grace. Yeah, exactly. Like, Grace has no business telling them what to do. Um, So then there's a very weird, awkward moment between, like, Lauren and Alice, who I don't don't know if they've ever interacted before, but Lauren is like, well, I guess it's just us two who don't have boyfriends. And Alice is like, no, actually, Henry is my boyfriend. I'm just trying to make him jealous. (laughs) And then Lauren's like, okay. So. Yeah. I think they have, they do interact, like, Lauren and Madison I feel like we've seen hang out with Henry and Alice without Ben and Amy yeah 
I don't know. I like, like not if just that out is the right word. They just occupy the same space because occupy the same space them. and gossip about Ben and Amy without yeah. them present. <laughs> I feel like if that scene happened, it would be so boring that I would block it out. So <laughs> it's possible. Um. Anyway, so then they all leave to go get their coffee, and exactly as they're leaving, Ben comes out and he's like, "Oh, she's ready to have the baby." Which, what are they going to do about that anyway? Yeah. Nothing. But None like, of them should even be there in the first place. Yeah. Can I just say, like, the whole, uh, you're not, like, getting anything if you don't come with us, I was pretty annoyed by. I was like, I feel like it's common courtesy. If you're going to go get something for yourself, offer for the others, too. Like, yeah, that's like a lot of people, was though. weird because they like, were all very specific with their orders. And it's yeah. like, at least send a text. Like, I'm not writing all that down. Yeah. But, like, I would have just gotten coffee for everyone. It would not have been that big of a deal. Like, it definitely, it would have been annoying if you're just one person and then you're getting coffee for, like, seven people and you're not friends with any of them. But, like, I don't know. If it's, like, if, like, Madison and Lauren together. Like, they're walking up to offer them. They're, like, uh, oh, I guess they don't really offer. They just say that they're going and then people ask (laughs) to get something. And honestly, it's more of a hassle to have all seven eight of them go together because like what fucking car are they taking like unless someone has a minivan they're gonna have to take two separate cars and then it's like it would have been easier to just do one order yeah and again it's not like any of them are close with each other they're all just associated with ben amy and ricky in some way or another i think the show tries to imply that they're all like a friend group but they really They're, aren't. They like they like don't they don't like each other. They don't just like hang out casually ever. But they also don't do that with anyone else. So just by association, they are like right. the close friend group of Yeah, people like they they are they clearly try to imply that like Madison and Lauren are best friends with Amy, but they never hang out. Yeah. Like so They're just telling us and not showing us. Yes. You know, you know that thing that they teach you in like creative writing classes where they're like, show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. This show is a perfect example of, of why to do. you yeah. should show and not tell because we never see anything. They just try yeah. and tell us stuff that doesn't make any sense. Okay. So uh, Ben is coming out and he's like, oh, she's ready. And then enter Ricky. And they're like, oh my gosh, she's ready. And Ben says she's ready for the pushing and the shoving and Ricky's like what shoving like you're not supposed to do that do you know fucking anything you dumb bitch um and then at this point they are still talking about whether or not they should be in the room for the birth which we have decided a million times no neither of you should be there Amy doesn't want either of you there they come (laughs) to a conclusion in one episode and then in the next episode they're still talking about it like they haven't made up their minds Watch like in season two, they're going to be like, man, I wish I was in the room whenever the kid was born. They're yeah. still going to be talking about it. I'm just like, whenever it does get to season two, like what the fuck are they going to talk about when we're no <laughs> longer debating whether the baby will be adopted and who should be in the room during the we're birth? We're going to be like, talking about, been... well, who should be taking care of it? Because I'm yeah. dating Amy, but that's not my baby. And like, Pretty it's much. like we already talked about it in season one, but they're still going to be talking about it for the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now Ben runs to go give his camera to Ashley, and George has a bruise on his arm. It's never explained, um, unless it has. It was from when Amy like grabbed his hands and was That's like. That's what crying. I'm assuming it was from. But, I didn't yeah, notice it. It may have just been the actor had a bruise on his arm. Yeah. I don't know, but I I know to cover though. And then like George is asking Ricky if he should if he wants to invite his parents, um. And Ricky's like, no, I don't need my mommy and daddy here. But it's like Amy gets to have her parents there. So like it it does kind of make yeah. And even he's like, I don't need someone to hold my hand through this. Still, like yeah. if they're your parents, they might want to just meet your child. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, but also like they're foster parents, so they might have other kids at home that they kind of need to be That's taken true. care of. And you can just you can invite them later. Later he doesn't, which we'll get to. But yeah, anyway. Um, so uh, at this point, they're talking about how Amy is in pain. Ben passes out because he's a little bitch. Yeah, and Ricky catches him, which I thought was sweet because Ricky's just like, oh, even though I hate you, like, I'll still just like, I don't want you on the ground because I don't want to trip over your lanky, skinny little body. Um, and then 
that Ashley has a whole moment with George where she's just like, oh, she's too young to be having a baby. And it's like, yeah, we all know that's like the whole that's point. That's the plot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining it to us. Literally so, the title of the show. Yeah. Then there's a whole scene between Ben and Ricky, which I find uh, pretty boring, but I took a lot of notes on it. So here we go. Okay. Uh, Great. So uh, my first note is Rico is guilto because he just feels really bad that he impregnated Amy. Um, yeah. He says he wants to get a vasectomy and I'm like, hell yeah, go get it. Like you can always adopt or get it reversed later if you decide you want to yeah. have more kids but like you are already having a kid so like if your goal mm-hmm. was to have a kid you, you took you care did of that yep. go get yourself vasectomized but um he i guess is not going to do that he says he doesn't deserve to have a baby with a nice girl and i'm like well amy's not that nice <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't think amy's that nice of a girl i also wrote that down <laughs> this is regular um and then he's like, oh, I hate myself. And Ben's like, no, you don't want to go into fatherhood with that attitude, which I think is a good point. So mm-hmm. another another little point for Ben. Um, then Ricky's debating whether or not he should just walk away from the whole situation. And Ben is like, I don't think you're going to do that because you would have already been done that. Um, and as we all know, eventually Amy is going to be the one who walks away from parenting. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, um we'll see how that goes and then they talk about um the thruple parenting that they're all gonna be doing together with the like who's he gonna do christmas with where is his birthday gonna be and all of that which is like this is not news to you like you all knew this was gonna be happening this Um, conversation just gives off such strong thruple vibes the Mm -hmm. whole time yeah (laughs) and like they they refer to they like ben keeps saying like we're gonna be great dads and it's like yeah well you're not anybody's dad benjamin but yeah he i think he wants to date ricky is what we're saying he wants to fold ricky they were definitely having some vibes yeah yes like Um, it all started whenever ricky caught ben yeah (laughs) yes they they have a a nice Paul Rudd moment as I labeled it where they're like look at us who would have thought look at us and I just think it's because they're like oh look at us being friends and it's like they're not really friends um and then Ben is like well why wouldn't we be friends and then Ricky gives like a whole long ass list of reasons why they wouldn't be friends like we have nothing in common I impregnated your girlfriend we're gonna be fighting over this child forever more and more stuff and Ben's like well well why sh- why not and it's like the <laughs> list of reasons that I just showed you do you have a concussion from falling on the floor like Apparently. what are you not getting about this we don't need to be friends um then now Ricky's crying um so like good acting on his part there were some real tears I Did saw he cry him. during this I don't remember a there was just bit. like some tears in his eyes he's just there always is, crying he's had wet eyes <laughs> There is a thing that they can do in, um, it's a little bit of movie magic where they put like this like pepper stuff under your eyes and it makes you cry. So maybe they just did they that. just spray you with pepper spray. <laughs> but it, like it did look like he was really crying. So like it was, it was effective. Um, then Ben uh, is like describing the two of them and he's like, well, I'm just the skinny but intelligent rich guy with poor motor skills. And it's like, okay the only thing about that that you're not is intelligent but like at least you're self-aware of the other things Mm -hmm. and then he describes ricky as a narcissist which is like he literally just said he hates himself so those two things don't yeah i thought that was really funny he has no right calling ricky a narcissist when he's as entitled as he is Yeah, yeah literally and then like he's um, literally trying to claim that baby for himself. He's like all <laughs> season trying to do it, and it's not even his. But yeah. he's the narcissist. I don't Ex- think so. Exactly, and it's just projection. But then um, he compliments Ricky by saying he's good at meat baskets, and basically the conclusion is all of those things. You know, skinny, rich, and poor motor motor skills plus a narcissist who makes meat baskets adds up to one good dad. One good. That's the equation. <laughs> that's, that's all you need, really. That's all that it takes. So I guess that's their plan for their, uh, they're going to be dads together, even though they don't like each other. Okay. <clears throat> so now we're back out in the waiting room. 
Adrian comes up to Ricky. She actually did get coffees for other people. Yes. Like she got yeah. herself a coffee and then she was like, I got these extra. Okay, here's the thing. It appears that she did not get herself a coffee because she she comes in with four coffees and she like she's like, I got one for you. I got one for Ben. I got one for Amy's dad. And then I got an extra just in case. And it's like, so is the extra for you or did you just not get yourself a coffee? Maybe, maybe she drank like, it already. Already? Yeah. Possibly. Maybe it's just not in the little thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, then they're talking about her brother and how things didn't work out with her brother. And Ricky's like, oh, I guess he was bad at sex. And she's like, that's not the reason. Um, and then she basically is just like, Ricky, I care about you. And I think you're going to be a great dad. And you should call me if you want sex or parenting advice. And he's like, okay. And then uh, she tells him not to run away because she grew up without a dad and it was no fun. So. so I thought that was just kind of silly that she said that because she didn't even care about him like until that one moment earlier in the show. Yeah, and like as soon as like she did get back into contact with him, like he was a dick the whole Everything time. Everything sucked for her. Yeah, <laughs> she so grew I'm not up really... fine without a dad. Her mom got her a car whenever she turned sixteen. She read like, thirty things... books last summer. Things were fine for her. I don't really know what she was saying by that. Yeah. I mean, maybe her dad she was just trying just... to keep her from sleeping with her brother. Yeah, she was just like internally depressed because she thought she wasn't good enough because her father left her. Right. <laughs> I guess, but like, did you know that you can still be depressed even when you do have a dad? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the source of all problems. Yes. Okay, but also, so like, then, Adrian's yeah. having this realization, but at the same time, like, she kept telling Ricky to leave the kid earlier. So, like, right. she's really going back on that. <laughs> yeah, like she literally keeps saying like it's not ricky's baby it's amy's baby like over and over again it's like "Mm, okay it's a baby it's a baby (laughs) okay so then adrian walks away and grace is there's like a weird moment where like grace and adrian run into each other and grace is like i'm just gonna go talk to ricky and adrian's like okay and then grace goes and talks to ricky um and she says that basically everybody's gonna leave because they all realize that only the family should be there, which is like, yeah. Like, yeah, why did it take so long to realize that? We've been <laughs> telling you this for the last, like, three episodes. Um, and then Ricky's like, I really like you and I respect you not wanting to have sex, which is cool, I guess. And then Grace tells him that he's in love with Adrian, which I don't think we've seen much evidence of Mm-mm. but that's her perception she says that adrian's in love with him which maybe yeah why they fuck so much i guess well adrian always was trying to get him to actually like be in a relationship yeah. with her he's yeah. the one who always Good just kind of pushes her away so yeah. i can see adrian being in love with him but he does not <laughs> display any sort of affection towards her really yeah so i i don't really see how grace is saying that he's in love with her other than i guess she just wants him to be in love with her because then they would that's like ships it yeah that's grace's perception of sex is that you have sex with people that you love Mm -hmm. so she just assumes that he doesn't make that connection yet also like she has this whole thing where like she thinks he's a good person and to her being a good person involves only having sex with someone that you love and so she's like well maybe if he's just in love with adrian and then they're having sex and then it's okay so i think it's just like her trying to project that onto it because she wants him to be a good person anyway um and then she tells him that she's gonna get back with jack if he'll have me which I think is dumb because it's like uh, Jack is the one who is in the wrong here. So yeah. like it shouldn't like mm, I don't really see that. But I just dislike it on principle. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's just weird that it, she feels like she's done anything that deserves like like he doesn't know if he'll get back together with her mm-hmm. or not. Anyway. Um, also just something that I noticed, at least in this first part of the finale, is that it's really focusing a lot on Ricky and not really on Amy at all, yeah. which I think is interesting because like for most of the show, it seems like like the focus has been either like split between them or like more on Amy. But like this is like at least the first half of this is like all about like fatherhood and like everyone telling Ricky he'll be a good dad, all that. Um yeah. even though Amy's the one the action on this show. Hmm? Well, they're not gonna like Amy is just 
in pain giving birth this entire time there's not much to show in this moment yeah I did find it kind of weird that like they don't show us any of Amy like they don't even show her like any any screaming screaming (laughs) yeah (laughs) like every other show that has pregnancy on it yeah yeah it's just like like another like example of this show like we're very removed from any of the real shit that's actually happening. Yeah. All mm-hmm. we see is people talking about it. It's very much a tell don't show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So now there's a boring conversation between Ben and the sausage King. Uh, he says he loves Amy again. Um, he, I wrote relies on Rick dad. I don't know what that meant, but <laughs> I guess uh, he's talking about how he relies on his dad too much. Um, and then it turns into a conversation where Ben is saying that the Sausage King should start to date again because it's been like five years since his mom died. And he's like, no, because like I already had the love of my life and she's gone. But we all know he's going to meet the next love mm-hmm. of his life. Foreshadowing. Ben. Yes. So very much. I guess they're just like planting that seed now so that when mm-hmm. they show us him dating Betty next season, we're all like, hell yeah which yeah. we will yeah. um and then his dad it like ends with his dad being like you know having a girlfriend with a baby is a lot to take on at this age and i'm like how like it's not your baby mm-hmm. like you're not responsible for anything it's you're not taking on anything you're just there yeah yeah okay so then we jump to a very quick scene between henry and alice where they're just making out and it looks really really bad it just it does not look like they're having a good time every scene with just the two of them is the worst it's It's like worse than any ben scene if like that's (laughs) even possible Mm -hmm. yeah it's like boring and awful at the same time this is so good how is the sex so bad exactly over and over again and it's like can we please talk about anything but also like it doesn't look good like you'd think they would have like some kind of coach telling them like this is how you make kissing look not awful but they don't <laughs> like they just keep doing it and it just keeps looking like they're both really uncomfortable and then I'm uncomfortable um anyway that's what's happening with that also they both just went to get coffee so like coffee breath and just making out in a hallway hospital like that doesn't sound like a good time yeah, everyone else left what are they still doing there? yeah <laughs> I guess like well they just had the scene with the sausage king and Ben and I guess like the sausage like the driver brought them all there so they have to wait till he leaves so like while he's talking to Ben they're like let's go make out in a hospital hallway real quick well also the sausage king wasn't there before though so he's around showed up because I remember for some reason I specifically remember them saying that the sausage king was waiting for a call from George to come okay so so maybe while okay so you remember like there's the scene where everyone was talking about going to get coffee and right after that ben ran out maybe sure. like while ben came out to get everybody george was calling the sausage king and being like okay get that over could here make sense to watch my daughter give birth <laughs> okay um so now uh we're finally leaving the hospital we are with tom and jake and grace at the uh the bowman's house Mm-hmm. And Tom is mad because they, he was like, oh, we went over there for nothing. And they're like, dude, like you orchestrated this. Yeah. You made us go over because you wanted to go and see the baby so bad. Um, and then Tom says that he's the reason that Jake and Grace got together in the first place. So remember like initially, I the think very so. first one or like this time, this like getting back together. I Well, they're getting, getting back, back together. together. No, the getting back together doesn't have anything to do with them because he got back to... That was at the baby shower. But Tom wasn't there. Dr. Bowman basically set up Jack and Grace in the first place. That's what he says. But, like, what if it was Tom's idea? That's what I got from it. Tom planted it in Dr. Bowman's head? Yeah. Tom doesn't even, like, know anyone. (laughs) Did Tom know Jake? before they go to the same church he knows it he probably was like i ship it and then like planted the seed in dr bowman's head and then he went and talked to grace's dad so like tom is really the mastermind behind this whole thing is what i'm saying but interesting point he's also the one who broke them up because he saw jake hanging out with adrian Mm -hmm. 
So really all of this is just on Tom's whims. Yeah. He's just But I think everything about this show is a puppet master. <laughs> Literally. I think he was talking about how he called Jake and like made Jake take him to the hospital. Yeah, but they but, made out at the baby shower way before that. Yeah, but like they weren't together together yet. Like now he, like was, he was still together. with Shauna at that point. Yeah. Like he hadn't broken up with her yet. But that's what I'm saying is like if like like if it it's Tom's idea to like bring them to the hospital, like that didn't necessarily get them back together. I think the baby shower incident was more what got them back together, which doesn't have anything to do with Tom. So I think that what Tom is talking about is that he orchestrated their re- entire relationship in the first place. Okay. Let's okay. ask him. Okay. Let's call Tom. <laughs> yes. Um okay, so then uh Tom leaves and Jake and See, I started abbreviating Grace as just GR. So when it's Jake and Grace, right. it's like JK and GR. But I keep wanting to say Jake and Grass for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so she's asking him if they should be boyfriend and girlfriend. And he's like, I don't know, because like I love you, but is that enough? And then um they do some mouth kissing, which I specifically took a note of looks way better than what Henry and Alice were doing. Like right. it looks like they're both professionals who know <laughs> what they're doing and are not just flopping around mm-hmm. they practice off camera yes um yeah so then uh they have like the the obviously the conversation turns to sex and she's like i still feel the same way but like maybe not but like maybe i do but like i don't want to wait as long as i thought i did but maybe i do but also maybe i don't and he's mm-hmm. like okay and then Tom comes in singing My Girl for absolutely no reason. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I enjoyed it, but um, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the movie My Girl? No. With Macaulay Culkin? Why would I? I don't know. Okay, so spoiler alert for My Girl with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> okay. But, um, it's him and this girl, and they're like best friends. And then um, he gets stung by a bunch of bees and dies. Oh, it's that movie. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a that's whole That's the only thing. part I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only part I really remember. But there's a whole thing at the end where it's like, like he wears glasses and he's yeah. allergic to bees. Those are like his two main character traits. And he's like <laughs> in the coffin and she's like screaming. because Where's like, his glasses? Exactly. And it's like, he's dead. He doesn't need Is that them, just like guess... the whole movie? Because like, that's the only thing I know about it. Well, like, what else uh, happens? I think like the, it, the, like, honestly, the movie focuses more on the girl than Macaulay Culkin. And I think they're like, like they, they're like dating, but they're like 10. So it's not yeah. like real dating. It's just, they like, just, like hang like, out all the friend. time. Yeah, and they like they kiss like once, and then he gets stung by a bunch of bees and dies. It's kind of like Bridge to Terabithia, but um, it, yeah, literally, yeah. The anyway, parallels are there. It's pretty good. Um, okay, so now we're back in the hospital. George is chilling on the floor, and then Molly comes out and is like, "Wow, she's really pushing this baby out in there." And he's like, George asks if she thinks she'll die. And Molly's like, what? Oh my God, no, she would never. But like, that's like a legitimate concern. Yeah, like, people that's do something die that can sometimes. happen. Yeah, it's not that uncommon. So people do be dying. Huh? <laughs> people yeah, do so you, be dying during birth. You got to watch out for that shit. Um, so then they say that it's been 12 hours since the labor started, which it feels longer than that to me. Because I've been talking about this for like three weeks. Well, technically, but, um, the labor was like at the baby shower, right? So, like, yeah, it doesn't seem that crazy, but it also does seem like a long time. I don't know. It's longer for us because it's been three weeks, of but, course. Yeah. But also, everyone else is complaining so much about how it's been so long, and it's like, so say the baby shower was supposed to be at like two in the afternoon, right? That means it's only two a.m. and they're mm-hmm. like a bunch of fifteen-year-olds, like you can't stay up till two a.m. Right? Like, yeah. That's not I mean they were all talking about how they pulled all nighters, especially when they found out she was pregnant for some reason. That's yeah. not even close to an all nighter though. Like no, it isn't. And like you're just sitting there, like you could nap if you wanted. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so then Dr. Princess comes out and she says <laughs> it's time to start. And then they all go into the room and it's go time. She's gonna, I guess George is gonna be in there, even though I thought they had decided he wasn't gonna be in mm-hmm. there, but I guess the, oh I guess because the doctor tells him she's like she's fine with you being stay in above, here as long as yeah. you're yeah. above the action which yeah. is the vagina so he's gonna 
skirt around so he doesn't see any of that which is mm-hmm. good and she's ready to um excavate this baby <laughs> so then um it starts playing the song stand by me and there's <laughs> a little montage of people coming in and at this point i am ending the first part of this episode um and then that's gonna be that on that so cool (laughs) cool um do you have any thoughts on what Um, we've discussed so so stand by me uh montage included in this half of the episode I just wrote the beginning of it and then I okay. go through the montage okay. in detail because there are some plot points I'd like to talk okay. about. Okay, about that's what I was wondering. One <laughs> yeah. thing I would like to bring up is I was just watching this episode and Brittany was on the couch behind me and she was like, didn't we sing this song during chorus? And I was like, did we? No, we, we, she was thinking of the song, um, Lean, Lean on, on me, me yeah. Bridge over do, do, water. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I had that thought too because in Glee, there's also an unplanned teen pregnancy, and there's a whole scene where they all sing "Lean on Me" to the oh. pregnant girl. Oh my god! It all and I wow. like whenever I heard this, I was like, "Wait, is this the same?" But it's not. It's just the <laughs> exact same vibe. So cool, cool. Yeah. Also, I just want to shout out Stand By Me by Florence and the Machines is a beautiful cover of this song, and I love it so much. Is it the Machines? Is there more than one machine? Florence and the Machine. Did I say Machines? I heard Machines. I don't know. It's Machine. How many Florences and how many Machines? How many Florences, Florences and, and the Machines? machines. <laughs> um, uh, also, I would just like to point out that Stand By Me, the movie is a movie that exists have you seen it of course not so (laughs) essentially i think it has might be related to stephen king in some way don't quote me on that but basically there's these kids and they hear that there's a dead body out in the woods and they're like you know what would be fun is if we went and we found that dead body in the woods and i relate to it very very strongly uh, no i'm thinking of a different one sorry that sounds like logan paul logan paul Mm -hmm. found a dead body in the woods yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a whole it YouTube was, controversy. It was in <laughs> yeah. the Aogigahara Forest in Japan. Oh, I knew he went there. I didn't know he found someone. Yeah, well, yeah he videoed whole, it and then the posted it online. It. And then everyone was like, bro, you're just gonna post that? <laughs> Dead body I mean, online? I feel like that was kind of the whole point of him going there. Like, that was exactly that what, was he, what he wanted see. to find. But that's why but anybody like, goes there. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Okay, so two things off of that the one is that there's a movie about that forest and it's not very good and it's not even filmed in. i went on a first date to see Uh that movie i did not watch it because it wasn't that important i made out during the whole time so nice um that weighs a better use of your time so i'm proud of you for that and then the second thing Oh, okay. So the the movie Stand by Me, where they go and they find this body, it's I don't know if it's actually based on this or if it's just very similar. But there's a real story about um these kids in this like small town in like Indiana or something, and they one kid like found a dead body, and then they like all came back and they kept telling other kids about it, but no one told any like adults. adults. And so it got to a point where like 16 kids knew about this dead body and were just like going out into the woods to find this dead body. And then like the police found out and the kids were all like, oh yeah, that's the dead body that's out there. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that okay, sounds I so think legit. I'm gonna have to watch I feel it. like that would happen for sure. That's not a movie. That's a real thing that happened. Oh. I think there might be a, well, I mean, I thought I thought that Stand By Me was like loosely based on that. There might be also an actual movie about that, um, but I don't actually know. So. Well, I'm interested either way. Yes. Cool. Very excited for that. Okay, so here ends part one. Time for a break. I'm in a, and I'm sorry. I'm not, but I'm, I'm so a little sorry. sorry. All right, y'all, I read one WebMD article and I'm ready to drop some knowledge on you. The purpose of ice chips during childbirth is for the pregnant woman just to eat because there was the idea for a long time that women should not eat or drink anything during labor because of concerns about the contents of the stomach 
uh, getting into the lungs while under anesthesia. So they usually would not want them drinking water, but if a woman is feeling dehydrated, they would give them ice chips so that they could relieve that feeling without them chugging a glass of water. And that actually, the whole women women shouldn't eat or drink during labor is kind of an outdated thing. Around the 2009 mark is whenever research started to show that um, it might not actually be that big of a concern for women to drink water during labor or other like clear fluids. So it's the ice chips thing is something that has steadily gone away over the last decade or so, but I'm sure some places still do it, but that's what they're for. It's for hydration without drinking too much liquid. The more you know. <laughs>